Uneducated. I'm your host, Destiny Christina, and today we're going to have a book talk, but mostly we're going to talk about how I personally am starting to feel represented. Okay, so I know my last book talk was like 80 billion hours long. This one's probably not going to be that long, but I am going to cover more stuff. So, I mean, we'll see how this goes. The first thing I want to talk about is one of the most recent books I've read, which is Happily Ever Afters, and I am obsessed with it. It's so good, and it's so weird because, like, I've read books where, like, the main character isn't white, but there's never it's never super explicit. And one thing I love about this book is that it's, like, she's very clearly biracial. She has a white mom and black dad, and she, like, talks about, like, washing goes and, like, her hair and everything like that and how she never really sees herself as the protagonist in any of her favorite books and it's actually crazy because I was reading Happily Ever Afters and she literally referenced Anne and the French Kiss which is as I mentioned before one of my favorite books even though it's not the best I'm so obsessed with that book um and so it was super cool because it's like this girl who isn't really seen as a main character in like romance novels or at least the ones I read and she's talking about the romance novels she likes and she also likes to write and I like to write and so this book just really really excited me I was so oh my gosh it was like mind-blowing like and then I kind of wonder this is how white people feel all the time like you know like and I know we have like this whole like not everything's about race but this is about race because I remember in the summer everyone's like I see you I hear you I don't understand but I I empathize and everything like that and so I'm just wondering like is this what your whole life is like like everything is just made for you and you can just relate and it's like about you because it feels amazing man it feels so freaking good like I was so excited and she's not even fully black and it's so crazy but I'm still clinging on to that because it's like oh my gosh she was talking about her hair and she likes to write okay let me talk about let me okay so in Happily Ever Afters the main character's name is Tessa um she's a bit different from me obviously um she's biracial um, and her brother has this ability, so she has to take care of him while her parents are, like, busy. Her parents are, you know, quite busy. Um, but she loves to write love stories, and she's kind of insecure about sharing her work with anyone. She ends up going to this new school, like, for gifted students or, like, people with, like, like talents. Like, special talents, I mean. Like, a special talented school. I don't know how to explain it. Basically, it's like an arts program, but it's not just the arts because it's all... I mean, I guess it's kind of the arts. Okay, so basically, her mom went behind her back and, like, submitted her writing to the school um, because she knew Tessa never would. And so they ended up moving, and she ended up attending the school. And so she meets the love interest, who's not really the love interest because he's not, like, your typical, like, bad boy or, like, super, like, hot. Like, he's just kind of, like, your neighbor who likes to give you rides and he's super sweet. Um, his name is Sam, and he bakes, and it's super cute. Um, is his name Sam? Wait, am I making this up? Wait, 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 wait. No, I'm 89% sure that it's Sam. I, I've literally read, like, five books since then, and now it's all blending together for me. No, his name is Sam. His name is Sam. Yeah, no, his name is Sam. Okay, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. Like, I'm talking about this whole book, and I don't remember the name. But yeah, so Sam is super sweet. Um, he wears Hawaiian shirts and he's like this dork and he's just really, really funny and stuff. She doesn't really see him as anything other than like, this is my neighbor who gives me rides to school. But they end up getting closer. They end up becoming like best friends. Also, her best friend's kind of abandoning her, but it makes sense because like, you know, Tessa moves and everything. But I mean, I'm not going to give you the full rundown because I really, you should just read the book.
Oh my god, when I say I'm obsessed, the book makes me so happy. I've already reread it twice, and I just got it like a week or two ago. I'm not even kidding. So do all that information what you will. Um, I really like it. It's a cute book. Um, Tess is kind of annoying at times, but what protagonist isn't? Um, yeah. But basically, it just felt so good. Like, I could relate to her. Like, when people are like, I put my hair in a messy bun, and I just toss it around, and I just cut it, and I just did... Who, who, what, when, where, why, how? I am not doing that. Or like my pale alabaster skin and my green eyes that are striking. No, so sorry. No. You know, so it was crazy, but it was still really, really awesome. I don't know. It just made me super excited. And then I was just on like, a, I was on a roll, you know? I found this article about books with black protagonists coming out this year. So not all of them have come out yet, but I, I read, I read quite a few. Um... So yeah, I also read some other now. Oh my god. Okay, I thought it was gonna be like um, the summer I turned pretty. So basically, it's like this girl and she's like in love with two brothers and the mom has cancer. So like that's where the similarities end. And some other now, the main character is also biracial, but she's dark skinned and I don't think she's mixed with white. Like the way she's described, like I just don't think she's mixed with white. But basically, she has. Oh, it's so good. Okay, I don't know how to say anything without spoiling it. I'm just gonna say, like, basically, there's, like, the whole two brothers thing, but she's not really in love with both of them ever. It's not really, like, a love triangle. It's more, like, um, unrequited love. And it ends up with her best friend. Well, this is, like, a plot twist. Okay, so, how do I explain this? Basically, um, somebody dies. Actually, it's it's kind of a sad book. Um... It was actually pretty sad, but it was good. Um, this book was more like, I don't know how to explain this. It felt more normal. Like, Happily Ever Afters felt more like it was made specifically for me. Like, this is like my book. I This is my, it's a piece of my soul now, you know what I mean? Versus like, Some Other Now is just kind of like, um, I'm not white. Carry on. Versus like, this is more a part of the character. She's just kind of like, oh, none of us are white. Like the, I'm pretty sure the love interest for Filipino because she like the main character um talked about how the mom like the rest she, the mom owned a bakery or something and it was named after a word in Tagalog and everyone thought it was like Spanish so I'm pretty sure that they're Filipino but it was never like I don't know the way it was written I don't know so <laughs> I can't explain this book just felt different obviously it had a different writer I mean a different author too so that's probably why I still really liked it because the actual plot, but at first I, I was kind of wondering, like, is she white? And it was kind of me kind of, I don't know, certain descriptions, like when he was like, he ran his hands through my hair, he ran his fingers through my hair. And so I was like, oh, so her hair is probably like straight. I don't really know. Because she was like constantly curling her hair. So I don't know if her hair was like relaxed or something or like straight or like he had a wig or if she meant, like, I'm using curling rods, like, you know, or I'm doing finger coils, I don't know. And obviously not everything has to be super detailed, but I was kind of confused on certain, like, descriptors. Because it kind of still felt like this was a white protagonist in a black body written by a black author. So it threw me off at times, but I still really, really enjoyed the book. Um, honestly, the plot was amazing. Oh my gosh. I don't even know if I could reread it, though. It put me through so much. Too much. I was... Ugh, ugh, no. But, you know, it was still a really good book. And then another book I read was No One Here Is Lonely. Um, 
Okay, so it was by the same person who wrote some of their now, and it, it broke my brain in, like, the best way. I had never really heard of a plot like it before. Um, this one I can kind of talk about, because it's, like, the main thing. Like, it's not, like, a plot twist. Like, ah, it's, like, in the first two chapters. Basically, this girl um, has a crush on this boy named Will. Will ends up getting into a car crash and dying. But he donated, like, his self to science in a way. So, like, you can call a certain number and, like, get a computer version of him. So she ends up falling in love with the computer version, but not really. Uh, it's It sounds crazy when I say it, but it was really good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I really liked it. Um, She was also black because it was by the same author. Not that it had to be, like, not that she had to be black because it was a black author. But, yeah, I'm just connecting it in your mind. Um... <laughs> First off, let me tell you, this author, so talented. Where are these stories coming from? Are these in your dreams? Are these just in your mind? You're so talented. Oh, my God. But, yeah, that that book, oh, my gosh. I really, really liked it, actually. That one seemed a little more, like, like, seems a little more like the protagonist was black just because the way she described things, like, her sister had locks and... You know, she talked about, like, being the only black family in the neighborhood. Stuff like that just made it seem more, like, a part of the story in a way. Like, not everything is, like, I'm black and I have to be black, 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 black in the story. So I'm not trying to be like, oh, well, it didn't seem black enough. Because that's not it at all. I just felt like it was more outright when it was talking about, like, racial identity. Um, I don't know. It was just, they were so good and I'm so happy about it. And this is kind of off topic, but on topic, but like my whole life when it came to reading completely changed when I stopped imagining everyone as white unless written otherwise. Like I used to read this series called Shatter Me and like I'm pretty sure almost everyone is white except for Kenji, if I remember correctly. And then I started rereading it and I don't know if this counts as like decolonizing your mind or just being more open to seeing people like you in media, whether or not they're outright said they are or not. But it was so much, it felt so much better to read it and not just immediately picture all these white people all the time. Because even in books where they're not white people, in movies they get turned into it. Like Hunger Games. I don't know if people know this or not. I'm pretty sure I've told like a billion people by now. Katniss Everdeen was not white in the book. She was biracial. No one knows what race she was. Like, But we knew that her mom was white. Her, her dad was darker and he wasn't white. And some people say that she was indigenous. Some people say she was Middle Eastern. Some people say she was black. Um, I mean, um, Katniss's dad was means that she would be mixed with those things. And that, you know, Prim was white passing, which is true in both the book and the movie. But I was kind of disappointed once I read the book after seeing the movies and was like, this is not adding up. Or even like the actual like colorism and like kind of whitewashing because Amanda Stenberg is biracial and played a fully black girl. Um, well, that's pretty common for her, to be honest. So, you know, what are you going to do? But, you know, I don't know. Once I started, like, once I stopped immediately picturing people as white, even if they weren't described as white, like, because one thing about white authors is I feel like they rarely ever say, like, this is a white character. They don't really touch race. And I don't know if it's just because race is not as active in their minds or what. Like, sometimes they'll be, like, my pale skin or my blonde hair, and I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. Okay, I get the message. I get the memo. Other times it just kind of like never comes up and I kind of, I'm thankful for that more that I, the more that I read and the older I get. Because to me it's so much nicer to be able to imagine that people look like me or like my friends 
I don't know. I hope that's not like weird. I don't know. It's just fun. I don't know. <laughs> but this kind of goes into my next topic, which is fan casting. So I think I referenced the summer I turned pretty earlier. Um, this series, well, it's definitely something. It's something. It's by the same author who wrote To All the Boys I Loved Before, Jenny Han. And um, basically, people found out that, I don't know if it's HBO Max or Amazon Prime, is making a, I don't know if it's like a movie or, a, or like a series, but they're adapting it onto the, onto the screen. Onto the screen. That's what I'm going to say, because I really, I really don't know and basically a lot of people were like fan casting black actresses and being like i hope she's black i hope belly is black this is that and third and everyone was like well you can't do that because she's white in the books even though like i said earlier like they're not really ever described as white it's just heavily implied but heavily implied i mean like my greasy hair like i don't know do i mean black people have greasy hair but it doesn't feel like the same if you see like a white person with greasy hair Versus a black person with greasy hair. I feel like, at least with the hair texture I see, it's less likely you're going to notice with a black person. Unless you're looking for it. You know? I don't know if you would know, actually. Because I don't know who you are. But, you know. You know. <laughs> you know. Basically, a lot of people were fan casting, like, black actresses and stuff like that. And there's a bit of backlash. But it's like, nothing is even coming out. We just found out there's going to be an adaptation. Let people have something. Let people have something. And it kind of goes into race bending. Even though Belly is not canonic canonically, canonically? Is that a word? Yes. Canonically anything, like, I'm white, I'm an Asian American, I'm a black American, this, that, like, nothing was confirmed. So, I mean, she could be anyone in this adaptation. Honestly, I pictured her as black just because I didn't read the books until I was on Twitter and everyone was like, she's gonna be a black actress, this is that third. And so... Now that I think of her as white, it's, like, weird. Like, I could see it, but I can't see it. Like, it's just like, oh, that's a cute idea. It's a cute little thing you got going on. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so adorable. Have fun with that. I don't know. But it kind of just all ties into, like, I don't know if this counts as, like, decolonizing your mind, but it feels like it. Like, not everything is white. And not everything has to automatically be white. Like, how the automatics are straight and white and cis. And I think this is kind of touched on in modern stuff. Even like Love Simon, I think they touched about it. They touched on it when they were talking about the coming out scene. And it was like, "Mom, I'm straight," and it was like for laughs and everything. But like, why is everything that is normal the normal? You know, and it was kind of like breaking the normals in your own mind and in the minds of others. And I thought that was really cool. Like, the more I read and the more that I try to like diversify my books, because I was sick and tired of having the same white girls with two characteristics and the same types of you know romantic interests so i mean i've been branching out and it's been a really awesome actually i've read like five books in the past like six days oh goodness i'm having the time of my life over here um <laughs> that's yes it's fun and i'm like excited to read again i feel like i've been in a slump oopsies <clears throat> excuse me i've been like a slump and it's definitely because it's definitely been because of school too but I just feel like I've had nothing to read. And now I'm just like, ooh, I cannot get enough of it. I cannot get enough of it. Um, I don't know. It's just awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's just so fun. I don't know if you like to read. But if you do, like, definitely read. I mean, I have, like, a whole list of recommendations, actually. 
I'm going to see. Let me just see which one's the most recent books I've read. So I've read one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight books so far this year. And like one, two, three, four, four of them were in the past like week. The other four were kind of scattered across January and February. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So the first three books were in the Summer I Turned Pretty series. That one thing I'll say about that series, it was it was entertaining, but it was definitely kind of repetitive. And Belly is not always an enjoyable character to be in the mind of. But if you do like like a good romance, a little drama, I honestly liked it. But I cannot stand Conrad, and Jeremiah deserves better to me. Up until the third book, then I was like, mm, nothing entices me here. But I had to finish it out. And then I read Persepolis for school, and I didn't think I was going to like it, because I feel like I don't really ever really... I don't really ever like things I'm assigned to read. Like, I feel like I just like things better when I can do it myself versus like you have to read this for a grade. But I did enjoy, I did enjoy Persepolis. It's different than the material I usually read. It's also a graphic novel. It was cool. And then I read Happily Ever Afters, which I'm obsessed with because um, I'm obsessed with Tessa and I feel like we're tethered. Not tethered. That's the worst word you could use, Destiny. Also, if you haven't seen Us, what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? By Jordan Peele. Ooh, amazing movie. Um, and then, obviously, I've read some other now. I really liked it. I, I'm pretty sure I ended up crying near the end of the book. Yeah, I cried for, like, a solid 20 minutes. And I'm not a huge crier. But something about just, like, the... Oh, my God. So much was happening. It was just very... Ooh. I mean, the climatic... The climactic buildup was pretty good. Like, I, this, that woman knows how to write, okay? The author of that book knows how to write. And then, um, you know, I've read No One Here Is Lonely. That book was interesting. It, it was, it was new. It was a little spicy to my, you know, it was just, I was never really reading stuff like that before. I really liked it. Um, and then, um, this title is cringy, but I promise the book wasn't that bad. <laughs> hot british boyfriend i literally just liked the cover the title threw me off and i didn't want to read it but then i was like the cover is cute though and so then i read it in like an hour it was really short um the main character was kind of annoying until she got some development and then i was like okay period and her love interest okay she has two love interests one is this white boy named something basic i think his name was like he was named after someone in a jane austen book but, oh, his name is Willoughby. Willoughby, and he went by Will because he hates the name Willoughby because he didn't like Jane Austen. And then there's Dave, and he's um, one of her classmates. Oh, Elle is the main character. She's this white girl. But Dave is South Asian. I'm pretty sure he's, no, I know for a fact he's Indian. And then Willoughby just sounds white. Like, he could not He could be something else. But why would I, you know, I just feel like that's, yeah. But, um... If you want to know who I picked your day as, if you haven't seen Ginny and Georgia, um, you should watch it because Joe, mm, work of art, young and old, not old, young and older, young and adult, teen and adult, yes, that's who I imagined as Dave. Anyways, yes, you know, we got a little diversity, I have a little something here. Not diversity, but, because it was literally white people and then Dave. <laughs> white people, white people, white people. I feel like a lot of shows do that. This is after I went on topic. A lot of shows are like, it's so diverse. There's, like, one ambiguous sexuality-having character and then someone who still, pa that like, passes the paper bag test. 
but is like not technically white. And then they're like, diversity. This is diversity. This is representation. This is everything you want. This does nothing for me. This does nothing for me. Thank you so much for trying. And by trying, I mean you absolutely failed. And I don't think you gave any effort. And I don't think you put any thought into this. But you know, you were just like, you, 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 and you. You're pretty popular. Let's just get you in here, little Miss Girl. Let's go. And that's what that's that's what got to the screen. But you know, I think we're getting there. We're making progress, or so the people say. Um. Oh, this is not a book, but I just finished Moxie literally like 10, 20 minutes ago. It was really cute. Like, I really liked it. Um, it was weird. Like, not weird in, like, a bad way. Just weird in, like, I didn't expect it to be the way it was. Like, I thought it was gonna be, like, a comedy. But it was kind of, like, more of a social justice-y type movie. And I really did enjoy that. It had a lot of actresses that I like, like, Angelica Washington and Alicia Peña Pascal. Pascal? Pascal Peña? I always mess up her last name and I feel bad about it. But, um... Oh, it also had Sydney Park in there, and that was cool. It had black sapphics. I never see those. Like, types of relationships, so that was exciting. I do wish they had more screen time, because it was literally one scene. It was like they kissed at a concert. I was like, okay, this is awesome. Where's the rest? But, you know, we move, we shake, we're, we're getting there. I thought Moxie was a fun movie, and I did love the main romance, too. And I did like Claudia. Um, she was kind of annoying at first, but I liked her. Anyways, I'm just giving you all sorts of recommendations. If you don't watch or read any of these, I just feel like you don't even care. Breaking my heart, breaking my heart. But, um, I think that's the end of this episode. I hope I'm actually talking about something this time. Because I feel like sometimes I'm not talking about anything. Like, I'm just spouting words of nothing. But, <laughs> I'm so, I'm cracking myself up over here. That's pretty much it. And I think I'm going to put my intro now. Bye! Thank you so, 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 so much for listening. If you're interested in more content from me, um, stay tuned for more episodes and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the at Deslilboo. That's spelled D-E-S-L-I-L-B-O-O. Thank you so much for listening. Can't wait till next time.